0: Oh, and welcome to Easy Bake Takes, the podcast where we read you the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more. I'm Kat, and I'm Riley. We are now on Mockingjay Part One and
1: Two. We'll go ahead and read the two summaries of both of the movies. Okay. So for Mockingjay Part One, Katniss Everdeen is in District Thirteen after she shatters the Games forever. Under the leadership of President Coin and the advice of her trusted friends. Katniss spreads her wings as she fights to save Peta, and a nation moved by her courage.
0: Yeah, they're just kind of working up to getting Peta out of the capital.
1: Exactly, like, that's about it. <laughs> Mockingjay Part 2, here's the summary for this one. Realizing the stakes are no longer just for survival, Katniss Everdeen teams up with her closest friends, including Peta, Gale, and Finnick, for the ultimate mission. Together they leave District 13 to liberate the citizens of one torn Peneb. And assassinate President Snow, who is obsessed with destroying Katniss. What lies ahead are mortal traps, dangerous enemies, and moral choices that will ultimately determine the future of millions.
0: I never really liked the the ending of the series. I think that's what like made me hate the book, like the last book and the last mm-hmm. movie. I want to know where you're going with this. Like, I don't care that you end up with PETA and you have a kid.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> what happened to the world? Yeah, what happened to like the people of the Capitol, what happened to the people in the other districts. Both were directed by Francis Lawrence, and he came in during Catching Fire, I believe. Yeah, he did. Peter Craig and Danny Strong wrote the screenplay. The cast is your usual. It's Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Liam Hensworth, Woody Harrelson, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's really sad, though, he did die. He missed, I believe, two scenes where he had some dialogue in. And they had to split up the dialogue with other cast members because they didn't want to do CGI. Yeah, it would have looked cheesy, probably. Oh, yeah. And then Julia Moore. And he had just died, too. Sorry. I... Had... No, no, you're fine. Yeah, he had just passed away. And then Julia Moore, of course, comes in. She plays President Al McCoy. Um, And she came in because her daughters were two big fans. I do have trivia. The movie was originally planned to be released in China on November 21st, 2014, but they had to pull it a week before release because um, there were protests in Hong Kong and there's like a lot of similar political themes uh, because the protest was about uh, demands for democratic election in Hong Kong.
0: I kind of wish they would have
1: let them see it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. They um, The dog wandering, wandering around in District 12 after it was like, um, destroyed, mm-hmm. is Donald Sutherland's dog named Biggles. That's cute. I know, right? There's like, some anybody got a dog? Which I think is like really funny because like, you know, he plays President Snow and it's his dog running around. I don't know why. It means nothing, but I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's cute. Funny. Yeah. And then Jennifer Lawrence did her own singing for the Hanging Tree. Um, I figured. Yeah. And it, it like sounds like her. And it went to number one worldwide on the iTunes sales chart but she hated um filming it cuz she does not like to sing.
0: She's not she's nothing to write home about in singing. She's not bad, but she's not like she's she not a, she's not going to build a career off of it. No,
1: no. Like like it was sweet. Like it's like, you know, yeah. anyone who can cute. sing like a lullaby, it's like nice, it's sweet, it's comforting. Yeah. But And then I have part 2 trivia. The cast has said multiple times that the hardest scene to shoot was the sewer scene. It took 3 weeks to shoot and was physically challenging and it was very hot on set since they shot on location in actual sewers, which I wouldn't have guessed. There's In 2012, the very first one, the cat Buttercup is a black and white cat. And then in the he's other orange. films, he's orange. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did the other one go away? What happened? <laughs> I, but here's the thing. Wouldn't they just keep it consistent? If it
0: <laughs> yeah, what, they can't find another black
1: and white cat? Yeah, well, what's funny is, like, um, in the books, it is orange.
0: Yeah, well, maybe they were, like... I think we could switch it now, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, this one is considered by director Francis Lawrence as the most violent Hunger Games films out of the four, which I get because it's war and there's more deaths, technically. It's not kids
0: killing kids, I feel like that just <laughs> takes takes it to a different level as a mm-hmm. whole. Like, it will never be to the level of like the first one where it's children murdering each other, yeah, like even catching fire like those are they're mostly adults except for like katniss and PETA and Mm -hmm. i think maybe finnick i don't know how old finnick was supposed to be but like yeah they're 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 not there there's like two kids in that one that are killing and they don't die yeah so (laughs) this yeah no the first one's for sure the most violent one just in the aspect of kids getting murdered
1: yeah no i agree I, I, I could understand it just because, like, of the war stuff. But, like, yeah, watching – it's different. It's just different. Yeah. This movie, the sec- the part two, had the lowest opening of the franchise at the box office. It only earned $102.7 million.
0: How much did it cost to make
1: – The budget was $160 million.
0: So they didn't even break even.
1: I don't think they did. No.
0: No, they, like, lit- they didn't. They didn't break even at all. Mm. Yeah. They were short, like, $10 million for Ugh. breaking even.
1: It did not do great, and I blame Mockingjay Part 1 for that.
0: I don't even think I saw the second part in theaters. So, like, I. do you want to go ahead and get into her thoughts and opinions, or do you have any more background? Uh, nope, that was all I had. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> Definitely better than The Breaking Dawns. Mm-hmm. Not by much. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a Hunger Games movie, but I know that's because, like, it's it's the conclusion and the other two were building up to this. It's it's my least favorite. I remember it being my least favorite book. I don't even think I finished reading the book. It wasn't even because I didn't want the series to end. It was just like it wasn't good. Like mm-hmm. it was it was phoned in. Specifically with these movies, I did enjoy the comedic relief of the scene of Katniss having to do her little <laughs> for lack of a better word, like rebellion promo video mm-hmm. in front sort of the green screen thing. Because it was just funny to hear Philip Seymour Hoffman get angry with her and like Effie to be like, oh, she's just, she's just warming up. She's just warming up. She'll get it. She'll get it. It's fine. Um, And then the other thing, there's no way that she hit that jet that was going to fly into the hospital with her arrow. Like there's no, there's no way. I don't, I don't think that she is that skilled. I don't think anyone's that skilled. No. I don't care if her, her arrows explode. No. (laughs) She wasn't even ready. She just went. Bink! And hit it. That's stupid. There was a dude with a crossbow next to you. Like, he didn't even try. You only... Only Katniss tried to hit it. Yeah. Gail didn't even try to help. Like, there were two of them. What if she missed? You have too much faith in her.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, with the movies. Like, she is, like, the only person in the world who knows how to use a um, bow and arrow. Yeah, no one
0: else knows how to use a bow and arrow?
1: No. Not really. Because anytime whoever attempts to use it does a horrible job well maybe that's why she always has arrows is that well that's the whole thing too is like it, she never runs out of arrows you know she always has them it's just she, it's, has, she has hero ammo
0: like you know like a hero's gun oh. never runs out
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's got hero ammo
1: it's like one well, of those things too like it's like well they don't want to deal with her running out of arrows because there's other things to address so mm-hmm. yeah no i get that
0: no, she's, got, she's got plot armor and hero ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got like literal plot armor with the like video of her getting shot mm-hmm. <laughs> that like went around. And like she was like fine. Yeah. Um, it's like I have a bruised lung. <laughs> like, you got shot. They made you a fancy little bulletproof outfit. Like she's wearing like it looked like a regular out. How was that bulletproof?
1: That's the thing. Like all the costumes like that she wears that are supposed to help her. They just look so thin.
0: I feel like the costuming...
1: Maybe it was because
0: there wasn't as much to do with the costuming in this one that they exactly. just didn't try as hard. Because mm-hmm. the costuming in Catching Fire and Hunger Games is great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of effort is put into the costuming and the way everything looks. I feel like that was another thing. Like, the there wasn't as much of a creative effort. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess, I, I don't know. I guess it's not really their fault. Mm-hmm. It just, like, didn't have, and I'm going to say exactly what I said with the fucking Breaking Dots didn't have the magic. The yeah. magic wasn't there. The magic of the series wasn't there as much with it. Um, And I don't want to watch a political war movie for children. And then the other thing I had, uh, I love Beattie. He's my favorite character. Um, He's doing all of the work the whole time. (laughs) And everyone's just kind of chilling. And I wrote down also the part where PETA is like talking to the camera. Mm -hmm. And he's like, they're coming to District 13. Everyone will be dead by the morning. And then Hamish says, that's a warning. He's warning us and like someone else chimes in in the background too and is like yeah he's warning us it's like guys it's not a code that you have to like decipher he literally just told you what's gonna happen like they're coming tonight dudes like they're he, coming
1: for you they're you couldn't have been more clear like you
0: they could have said nothing after that they could yeah. have just started there's the evacuation no con- process there's no conversation it's like oh like, no one okay. needed to comment like no, it's just comment, <laughs> like Hamish, you didn't need to chime in for that but no, like that was a line
1: Hamish did not need.
0: <laughs> you didn't need to include that. like mm. I don't and I, I feel like you were putting they were going through like page by page and just being like, yeah put that in there. put let's just put all the book in there. That never works out how you want it to. as much as people beg and beg for every detail they want to be in a movie from a book. Mm. It never pans out in the right way. Like that was an unnecessary comment these could have been one movie and it would have been fine mm-hmm. like you don't you obviously your money grabbing did not work you didn't even break even on like at the box office maybe just make it one movie
1: i really wish not, like that these two movies were combined it, it probably would have just been a better film like mm-hmm. we probably would have just been more satisfied had it had it been just one movie with these mm-hmm. merged together because there was there is no reason why there's a part one or a part two.
0: I think that's another reason I don't ever want to do <laughs> a fucking series again unless their finale movies did really really well mm-hmm. like it it's just heartbreaking <laughs> to yeah. get to them and be like, "Oh, that's why I didn't watch that yeah that's that's all I had written down um what else, what did you think of it other than what I've said?
1: um other than that, like i these movies are really dark too like. Not that the other ones aren't dark, but like these are just like war movie dark.
0: This could be not a dystopian movie. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be a war movie. Like yeah. the imagery looks like like war. And I don't know if that's because we've grown up <laughs> with war constantly mm-hmm. happening or or what. But like it just, it's not a Hunger Games movie. It's just a war movie. It, I don't care about it as much.
1: Oh, yeah. I really think there could have been one great movie that would tie them all together and it didn't have to be the best one but it could have been way better than what we were given
0: yeah i think that added to how disappointing it was Mm -hmm. where it was like when people watched this they had to wait a year Mm -hmm. to watch this piece of garbage part two Mm -hmm. for the piece of garbage part one and that's not it's it's not that bad but like i i'm being a little dramatic with it Mm -hmm. but it's like it's underwhelming like you disappointed your your fan base with
1: these two things that aren't about just crapping on this movie though um <laughs> um with the second part i said nice things <laughs> I, yeah i here's my here's my chance to say nice things mm-hmm. um i cried when Finnick died because i mm-hmm. forgot he died <laughs> and then that sewer scene with all those like immune little they look like the descent monsters and yeah that actually did scare me like, mm-hmm. I was actually pretty scared doing that. I was kind of like this, covering my eyes freaky. a little bit. Yeah, they were horrifying. That's about it for me, actually.
0: I i am on the same page. Like, I didn't have a whole lot of notes on this one. But I would love to hear how it disappointed the critics. So
1: I have a some reviews for The Mockingjay Part 1. Richard Propes from The Independent Critic, he wrote one. He gave this movie a B- minus or a 2.5, I guess, out of... 5 or 4. He claims the last book of the series had barely enough substance to make a film in the first place, let alone 2. It's obviously a money-grabbing film, but he says it's still a moderately satisfying movie. He says this movie shows unconvincing relationships within the movie, especially with Katniss and (laughs) PETA. He calls it bordering on absurdity. The Hungry is Mockingjay Part 1 isn't an awful film, though it lacks the cohesive action and compelling spirit so evident in the first two films. The film benefits greatly from the presence of Jennifer Lawrence, a talented actress who manages to find emotional depth and sincerity even when the dialogue is betraying her.
0: Basically the, the quintessential, like, she did the best with what she had.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he answered the review by saying, While it's still worth a view, do yourself a favor and familiar- familiarize with the material if you're not already familiar. Otherwise, you'll spend more time trying to figure everything out than actually watching the film. You know, like, at this point, you should be, you should have seen the other movies or at least, like, know the books.
0: Yeah. If anyone hasn't seen any of them, you should, please don't start with Mockingjay Part 1. It sounds, that
1: sounds so random to do. <laughs> like, you, like, no one's gonna have a good time doing that. Yeah don't do that don't do that ever start with the first one yeah exactly so in the next review uh this one's titled the hunger gangs mocking jay part one kicks off the finale this was written in 2014 by therese laxon they gave this a four out of five stars they say this film stands alone as its own and is not just the next film provides great performances themes and world building they quote mocking jay delivers more great storytelling while at the same time Delving deeper into the story that could easily become superficially complex, they compliment Jayla's performance and brings depth to the character that they once thought was cold and distant.
0: I felt the opposite. Yeah, she got she got more involved in the cause mm-hmm. and like wasn't just like I don't want my family to die. Like it was more like <laughs> she became more like oh yeah yeah a whole country of
1: people could die. Maybe I should step it up a little. And I think in these movies like this is where. Katniss's character kind of just sinks. Uh, They say that because this movie's tone changes and doesn't have games, there's a huge shift in setting because of the plot, people will have to adjust to the lack of action. Or they say that the whole cast provides amazing performances. They conclude by saying, personally, I think this may have been the best film of the series. I went in with very low expectations, having heard mild to bad things about the final book of the series. No, I have not read the series. Oh, but that's why. Yeah, but it captured me entirely and was able to leave a stronger mark than its predecessors. It, it makes a lot of sense that they didn't read the book and they liked this one.
0: You must have just really not liked the games. How does it get better than Catching Fire? <laughs> like, I like even if you didn't read the books, Catching Fire is the best movie out of all of them. I guess you like what you like. but You like what you like, and I'm not going to say they're wrong. So they aren't. You
1: can say they're wrong. I'm very kind of almost indifferent about these two movies
0: i want to defend the first two Mm -hmm. just for the fact that like no the (laughs) fucking walking Jay's is not better than those two Mm -hmm. but like i'm not going to defend this movie
1: no oh no (laughs) so like my my only thing that i would say they're wrong about is like that it's the best film in the series i don't understand how you get there i don't understand how you get there everything else like they're like them liking What they like about the movie is like that's fine, but look at the numbers. (laughs) No (laughs) kidding. (laughs) So moving on to Mockingjay Part Two reviews. So this one is by Tasha Robinson. Tasha writes how Part Two isn't necessarily a good movie, but it serves the last three movie as a finale. Like, well, taken on its own, it's a dour, faltering film with an underserved cast, full of unsatisfying downtime and distractingly poor lighting.
0: They accomplish the goal that they needed to, that was set up in the beginning. Do I like the execution of getting to that point? No. The choices made sense. Like, the plot choices, I understand they gotta go through all those things to get there. Yes. Time-wise, I don't know. The, the fact that they're split into two pisses me off more than anything else.
1: No, I totally agree. It's, it's really frustrating. She writes that J-Law usually gives a great betrayal Katniss and her inner conflict but in this one it kind of escapes from her.
0: Yeah, I I don't I wouldn't say that like she completely lost the touch that she had with Katniss as a character. Like I don't think she lost touch. I think the script lost touch.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. She writes how the love triangle is like a scent of a twilight and she was kind of like annoyed by that. But she does say but even so part 2 is surprisingly aggressive about making Gale needy. The film treats his connection with Katniss as downright distasteful. Focusing on his glowering possessiveness, he's Edward Cullen with a pulse and a pout. <laughs> that I think that's another reason why I never really liked Gale. Mm-hmm.
0: Was just how he acts towards Katniss. Mm-hmm. He always just he seems
1: like he's entitled to Katniss. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely.
0: He's like the fucking incel of this movie. He is. Like oh. he, he's he's as much as his character acts like Jake uh, Edward, he is Jacob. He is such he's a Jacob. He's Jacob. I never thought in my life I would say, I would hear you say, he's such a Jacob. I'm glad we got there. I'm glad I got you there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. He is though. So she finishes by saying that the production company is looking for ways to make more movies from the franchise. Like, I remember like you mentioning that.
0: Yeah, they, she wrote another book.
1: She ends with a review with Hunger Games movies don't entirely hold up as individual experiences. But together they form a single arc. Um, as wobbly as Mockingjay Part Two is, it's powerful because its characters and conflicts have become so familiar in the culture, and mm-hmm. because it completes a long and painful journey.
0: Like it definitely felt like an obligation. Like it felt like, oh well, I have to finish. We have to finish the series. Exactly. Like they're going to be mad at us either way. We Might as well just finish it. I thought of something that is a little off topic, but it's on topic because mm-hmm. it's about Jennifer Lawrence. There was a time when she was coming back from training for I don't know if it was Catching Fire or Hunger Games, but she had her compact bow and arrow in her trunk of her car she thought she heard people in her house and so she like gets the bow and arrow ready and goes inside (laughs) like to defend herself with this fucking bow and arrow and she gets inside and it's just people working on her neighbor's house or something oh my gosh that's gotta be shocking to see (laughs) like i don't think they saw her okay come up like they were She heard voices upstairs, Uh like she was pulling into her garage. She thought they were in her house, but they were outside, like, working next door or something. Okay,
1: that makes sense. I love how she has it in the trunk of her car, like. But yeah, you can get back to the the next review if you'd like. But that finishes that one, and then I have a combined review that someone wrote. Uh, This was Mm -hmm. written by Danielle Solzman. She immediately addresses that the movie should not have been made into two separate films. It's an obvious cash grab. She mentions how Divergent did this and didn't even make a second one. They state how the movies are violent, but that's because they a little war going there's a little war going on. So anyone saying yeah. they're less violent because there's no games is wrong. It shouldn't be that it's less
0: violent. I think it's it should be that it's not it's less
1: intense violence. Right. Uh they mentioned the flaw in the first movie is there's way less action because it's more about of being used as propaganda. Mm-hmm. um they don't blame the director or writers for this but the production company for wanting to split the last book
0: the material they had to work with which was the terrible last book mm-hmm. and the production company's pushing for a way to make more money
1: mm-hmm. uh, they conclude by saying the hunger games monkey jay part one and two make for an epic conclusion to the franchise but the second film is stronger than the first overall it's a dark and violent thriller with no shortage of drama but one can only wonder what a non split film would look like.
0: I don't know. Like, it's especially coming out of a big production company like Lionsgate. Uh-huh. Like, they probably didn't have very much creative freedom. And I, that's just me speculating. I don't want to say either way if they were able to do what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's possible that Lionsgate was like, no, do it by the book. And we're splitting it in half.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I absolutely believe happened. Yeah, absolutely. You ready to dive into these audience reviews? Let's do it. I'll read the first one, Monkey J Part 1. Reviews for that one first. This one is a 10 out of 10 review from INDB. And it's titled, This is Where Things Get Real. I love the first two Hunger Games movies, but this part one of the two-part climax to the trilogy really took things to a new level. Everything from story to score to acting was just perfect. I loved how the world slowly got more revealed and the endgame realized. Following Katniss through her adventures has been one of the most enjoyable for me as a moviegoer. That's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm glad somebody enjoyed it. Exactly. So I have my first one out of 10 one. They titled it The Crying Games. Uh, This was written in 2015, so not long after it came out. Dull, lifeless, and full of crying and sobbing. This is an unbearable and undeniable cash register ringing abomination. Nothing much happens. A lot of time is spent talking about things rather than showing things, you know, like a movie might like like to do occasionally. Big name stars were wasted with cardboard characters and goofy get-ups. Don't you love Woody, Woody Harrelson's hair hat? His hair, his hair, like just,
0: like my hair does this when I wear beanies. I just thought it was funny that no one was like, with his hair. Like, no one sought to, like, push the part of his hair that was just, like, stick straight on the side. Hey, the style,
1: styled so it looks like he hair. Put, his hair
0: behind, put the hair behind his fucking ear. Yeah.
1: I picked that review just because of that comment.
0: <laughs> I love yeah, that so I could not take my eyes off of his hat hair mm. this the entire time. This fucking beanie Owen Wilson wig. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're pulling a Twilight with these wigs. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Jennifer Lawrence's is- was believable i think that was just her hair was she, it not she wore i believe it was in the second one she wore a wig
0: her hair was like more red in the second one mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure yeah that, that had to have been the wig then
1: mm-hmm. this is a one out of ten one and the title is lacks anything a good film contains an empty cinematic vessel this was right in 2014 so right around when it came out uh this absolute turkey was right on time for thanksgiving <laughs> do not go see this unless you are under 15 or an absolute diehard fan of the franchise she plays the weakest superhero since toby mcguire and spider-man hey hey i that's where i was like don't oh, you bring toby into this oh i need to put this one here because i know we're gonna don't, have opinions don't bring toby into this don't say don't talk bad about
0: toby don't do it you leave the sam raimi spider-man movie <laughs> yeah those are good movies leave that man alone yeah leave him alone you talk about you can talk about Andrew Garfield all you want. You leave Toby alone. That's fair. That's so fair. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do have opinions. And it's just to fucking leave Toby McGuire alone. Don't do it. Don't, don't talk do, about it. Don't bring it him, him into this. Mm-mm. Don't your opinion's already invalid to me. I don't care how I what I said about this movie earlier. Uh huh. I disagree with you now. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, this film is painful to sit through. Very, very little story. Although in general I like Jennifer Lawrence. In this film, she really missed the mark. She displays little in the way of power, dignity, grace, or inspiration. It is very poorly written. The characters are becoming very tired, and the entire enterprise lacked inspiration. I could not more heartily encourage you to avoid <laughs> avoid seeing this turkey. It was very hard to sit through. I love it. He's calling it a turkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is that was my favorite part. That's a really calling funny it way to call turkey. a bad
1: movie. That
0: is my okay. That's my that's my favorite thing like random insults
1: Mm -hmm. because you fucking turkey like (laughs) it's worse than dumbass it's worse than saying stupid you're just fucking turkey you're a stupid bird
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get attacked by turkeys online (laughs) but like i he's the only spider-man that can make his own webs from his body
1: yeah that's the weird part i didn't okay i didn't even know tom holland couldn't do that And it bothered me because I didn't realize that until they were talking to each other in the movie and they're like, wait, you can do that? I'm like, they can't. (laughs) It's
0: like, it never,
1: it's fucking hero
0: armor. They don't really bring it up (laughs) into it. I think it's more of a comic book thing.
1: Yeah. I did like that review. That was a very good review, except for the Zoe McCoy part.
0: That was uncalled for. It was very uncalled uncalled for. for. It's one of the, like, it's, that's something that I. I think we get annoyed at the most is like when someone brings in a movie or like an actor that has nothing to do with the movie you're talking about mm-hmm. like what was it i think it was was it juno or twi- it was the, maybe juno where they brought up made in manhattan and it's <laughs> like
1: that movie has nothing to do with this movie or it was twilight or something it was something Just like crazy like it's like how do you make that connection to the other connection yeah. It makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. How'd you get there? How?
0: So that's, an, that's a superhero movie. This is a sci-fi movie. She doesn't have special powers. No, She just has a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And I will say, you you are right when you mentioned earlier like she just somehow has this magical ability to be mm-hmm. really, really good now and yeah. never has any faults. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of takes away their point too. She's not weak. She's just her character is weak where mm-hmm. like she is no longer capable of failing in the ways that
1: she could before. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I agree. Yeah. Well, those were a few of the IMDB ones. Now I have some letterbox ones. It's three stars and I'm just like, just go, go through them. I, there were a bunch. I refuse to believe that everyone in district five learned the lines to the hanging tree just so that they could sing it in unison as they marched to their death.
0: No, it's, it's like a, it's like a well-known like lullaby mm-hmm. in the, in pen M. Like that's like, like the, Uh, little baby like that one it's like that like they all know it like it's i don't think it's like they learned it i think it's just i i don't know if it's specific to district 12 actually but like
1: plutarch knew it yeah well someone else said too is like oh the cgi seymour hoffman can't hurt me like they were making a joke about i'm like but where but where (laughs) what are you talking about there literally wasn't one there
0: wasn't one i don't i don't know what you're talking about I don't remember at any point him looking like off-putting or scary.
1: Mm -mm. No, and that's why I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm like, there's, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Okay, these are some hollow arguments from Letterboxd today.
1: Yeah, there's some hollow ones, and also 90% of them are just people hating on Gale. So be prepared for that. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. So here's one. This one's two and a half. (laughs) Two two and a half. Wish they would have just thrown Gale in the Hunger Games. He's really annoying. Yeah, well, he would have... Like we talked about with the first one, mm-hmm. he would have just dodged it somehow. Yeah. No kidding. This one's three and
0: a half. Too much gale, not enough finick. <laughs> they made a they made a mistake by putting someone hot. I know that well and there, like nicer than him. Cause like Liam Hemsworth was supposed to be like the hot mm-hmm. one. Yes. And then they introduced Sam Claflin in there, and we were all like <laughs> Fuck Liam up. Hemsworth. Look at, <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. And
1: he's got a nice personality looking. Exactly. If I see Gail sympathizers, (laughs) it's on site. (laughs) This was three stars. Yeah. He's like it's like the fucking Jacob dudes. Like it's
0: the Jacob fans. Yeah. Team Jacob people are on the same level as Team Gail people in my mind. Like fuck you. There's no basis for Gail to be her love interest. Yeah. Like what? They were they've been
1: friends since childhood. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) And then this one is and y'all call this movie bad why? Because the second half isn't set in the murder arena? And instead, we finally get some character development for Katniss and a pretty decent analysis of what a revolution needs to succeed. Y'all are whack. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. My, like I said before, the execution was my issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the it wasn't the plot.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: wasn't it wasn't anything like with the acting. It was the execution of it, like what they were forced
1: to write, and how they chose to portray it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> this one's good. It's one star. I hate Harry Potter for making double part finales a thing in young adult film.
0: Yeah, I yep. I blame it is them. Their fault.
1: It I, is their I blame J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, she's caused so much turmoil. Yeah, this one is four and a half stars. Two hours of nothing. I eat up every time. <laughs> I eat it up every time.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is probably. I, I'm. There are some really <laughs> dull, shitty movies that I would consider my comfort Mm movie so i get it i get it if this like this movie's your comfort movie it's a lot of nothingness and Mm -hmm. you just like you like to mindlessly watch it Mm -hmm. i get it i get i get it from that standpoint Mm -hmm. i don't get it from the standpoint of like saying it's a good movie yeah i think this
1: is actually a good movie no it's if you know what it is good for you yeah i can respect that this one's three and a half some something that not many people know about me is i had a car boat Cardboard cutout PETA in my room growing up. I had
0: a I had a tiger beat poster of Josh Hutcherson that I stole from my
1: sister. Posters I can get, but a car cardboard cutout of someone of a man in my room that would scare the crap out of me every time. I I don't even I don't even care who it is. That's that's gonna scare me. Are those expensive or are those cheap? I don't I have no idea. I have never looked into buying one. I feel like they can go either way. I I feel like you could get one for free somewhere. You just steal it. But also there's some that are probably worth five hundred dollars on the internet somewhere.
0: Yeah, I don't I've never in my life looked into buying a cardboard cutout. I just assumed that people my age that had them probably took them from like a Barnes and Noble.
1: Yeah, yeah. You or yeah, that's the thing. You either got it free somewhere or you stole it. And that was my uh last one for the part one and then part two. So this one is 10 out of 10 on IMDb. It was written in 2015, so not long after it came out. And the title is, In My Opinion, This is the Best Movie Out of the Series. I wasn't sure how the movie would play out compared to the book, but it caught, caught me by surprise. Most endings to books made into movies are so horrible, but Hunger Games Part 2 was not a disappointment to me. Everything they did was exactly what I wanted them to do. They added on a little extra ending part and didn't have to, but I was already completely satisfied by the time that it didn't even matter and thought it was kind of cute that they even did that. It played with my emotions perfectly, and I would recommend it to anyone who is a fan of the series. This final movie really makes me want to go out and get the whole collection and have a marathon of all the films at home on the weekend.
0: I, yeah, I, mm, mm, you know, if you like it, that's fine. Yeah. This is not one of those movies where I'm going to care whether
1: you like or not. Like, good for you.
0: It's just one of those where I'm going to question your taste Mm -hmm. a little
1: if you think it's the best movie in the Hunger Games series. I think there's something wrong. (laughs) So this one is a 1 out of 10. This was written in 2016. Wish I could give this a 0. This is by far and by far, I mean, the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Horrible acting, full cliche, cliche lines, completely out of context storyline. You name it, they just say storyline.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know
1: that. Uh, yeah, yep.
0: I mean, you can hate line. the storyline,
1: but don't just say storyline. You got to, you got to say why the storyline's bad. Like I've said
0: mm-hmm, like three times at this point. Mm-hmm. Plot wise, I understand how they got from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Just execution. That's all I'm yep. say. Maybe they just didn't like the execution of it and blamed it on the storyline itself, which I think, you know, maybe they just didn't like the storyline. Yeah. I would like to know why, but I guess they, they
1: like, keep your secrets then. <laughs> <laughs> I try to understand fans. Try to understand people that love the books. But, oh, Lord, how can someone rate this with more than average at best is beyond me. Add to it horrible CGI. LOL, what did just, what did just happen? what did just happen (laughs) moments (laughs) just a total mess i tortured myself to watch it to the end just to be able to see how much nonsense one can fit into a movie and oh boy was i not disappointed i thought final destination movies had the most transparent scripts ever wrong again did they say something about, like, not liking the other books either? Yeah, they, they try to understand the fans, try to understand people that love the books. But, oh, Lord, how can someone rate this more than average? So, yeah, apparently they don't like the books either. Mm. Okay. Which, right. I think that's bad taste. This one's also 1 out of 10. It's ridiculous. Titled. It's, uh, made in 2017. And Jennifer Lawrence was a good actor. Really? Not much to say about this final. Thank God! Installment. <laughs> the movie is about a bunch of running, hiding, Lawrence's lack of acting skills, and a bomb of an ending. And I bought. And I bought this movie. What an idiot I was! I'll be lucky to sell it at my next garage sale for fifty cents. My husband, who was a ma- major Hunger Games fan, hated it. Also, I had to stop him from frisbeeing it out the yard. No spoilers <laughs> here. It's a fair reaction. Fair reaction.
0: Yeah. That would have been like a $20 DVD. Yeah. For a movie you ended up hating. Yeah. Like maybe you should have rented it. It's like, I just, the idea of buying a, like every time I've gone to go buy, look at the DVDs, the DVD bucket Mm -hmm. at Walmart, the $5 (laughs) bucket. Like I only look at the $5 bucket. I'm not buying anything from
1: the (laughs) the regular section. You can't waste any money on a $5 DVD.
0: Half of the DVDs I own are from half price books (laughs) or like Goodwill. I don't i don't i don't buy full price dvds no
1: no let's move on to the letterbox ones because they're pretty okay. great uh this one comes sh- in strong um uh, okay. this one says a A-ca- cab includes Gale.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there we go and they left no stars so, okay. no stars they're not this movie wasn't Gale wasn't worth their stars nope uh this one's three stars i don't know a more depressing movie and I want to argue that because I can think of a lot of more depressing movies. You ever right seen on- Room? <laughs> I can name five on the top of my head that are more depressing mm-hmm. than this movie. Movies actually based on real events in life. You ever seen Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Tying it back in. <laughs> Hold the phone.
0: Schindler's List? Really? This movie's more depressing than Schindler's List? Right? <laughs> I could go on for a while. It, like- there's so
1: many. I thought of like 10 the second I read that. I was like, nope, I can yeah. think of 10 more movies that are more depressing than this schindler's list dude come on next one there's a two-star one this is us right here this is ours thank fuck these are over
0: (laughs) yes Mm. please pick something that is so far removed from
1: i'm gonna pick this shores movie i'm so tired (laughs) four stars it says finally happy ending for katniss and PETA. The ending was really great, but in my mind, in my mind, Gail is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there were so many hate Gail ones. Like people are like, in my mind, Finnick didn't die. It was it was Gail instead. <laughs> people
0: are so- Why did he have to die so you could live? <laughs> it's warranted. It is it's warranted. I just like I said in the fucking beginning, there
1: is no setup emotionally for us to give a shit about Gail. No. Of course not. I just, I just went through four different Letterbox reviews saying how much they wish Gail did dead. Mm-hmm. So funny. But this one, Finnick O'Dare deserves so much better. Suzanne Collins' girl, when I catch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people really latched on to, um, to Finnick. Oh yeah. Um, this one right here. When Phoenix says, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the seventy-six Hunger Games," it's all just—it's like a hundred emojis of the pregnant lady emoji. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last one, two and a half stars, <laughs> penis forever. <laughs> Little heart emoji, or like not even emoji, emicon. What's it called? emoticon emoticon (laughs) Emoticon. (laughs) EmmyCon.
0: it's the convention for everyone who's won an emmy yep (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna give them a solid one out of five both part one
1: and two i'm gonna say it's a one out of five (laughs) yeah i'm never gonna rewatch them there's no reason for me to ever watch them i'll rewatch the hunger games and catching fire
0: yeah in my mind it ends at catching fire yeah
1: and then i make up my own story (laughs) about what happened
0: exactly I don't really have much else to say that I haven't said, Mm -hmm. like, a bunch of times during this. Yeah. I am just excited to not be doing this. Yeah. We're not going to do the
1: franchise for a long time.
0: No. No more series for a while. For a very long while. Plus, there aren't a lot of other ones I can really think of that would be worth our time Mm -hmm. right now, other than, like, maybe around Halloween Paranormal Activity. Oh, yes. Like, I'd be down for that. Those would be good. There's like six of those, though. We wouldn't have to do all of them. No,
1: we can just do three.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can do three of those. Yeah, And yeah, did you, what do you, do you have anything else to add that you
1: haven't already said? No. Um, okay. I'm really sad Finnick died. I think yeah. that's a crime that they killed him off. Yeah. I also give these a one. They're both, i will never watch them again.
0: If you want to feel completed, like how with it was with the Twilight series, you know, you can go ahead and watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we gave you fair warning. Yeah if you like them you like them if you don't you don't we're gonna question your taste a little bit if you like them Mm -hmm. but you know hey we're just two people with microphones and our opinions aren't really fact so (laughs) watch this one let us know what you think you can reach out to us on instagram or tiktok at easy big takes um our dms are open on instagram and we post announcements on there and we are going to be posting more clips from the show on tiktok So find us on there. Thank you so much for for listening along with us. Uh, This has been Easy Bake Takes. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye.